Good morning, everyone. This is Janet Lee, and I'm the hostess of the Spoken Memory Connections podcast. And today is June 6th. It's a beautiful, beautiful Sunday afternoon, and I'm um, I'm talking with Don from Wisconsin. He's kind enough to join us, and uh, that uh, for that I'm I'm eternally grateful. And uh, why don't you take it away, Don, and give us your memories of the uh, the olden days? <laughs> Thanks, Janet, and uh, I'm honored that you asked me to do this. Uh, so uh, mainly, this is uh, these are my memories of your father, Laverne Griffin. And uh, I first uh, I learned to fly in 1987 at the age of 25 in Madison, and after I joined another flying club in Madison, and when I was flying with a, a member by the name of Mike Strader, I mentioned, geez, I'd really like to fly tail draggers and learn some basic aerobatics. And he said, you know what you need to do? You need to go up to the Ryle Airport and join their flying club and fly with a guy by the name of Laverne Griffin. And so uh, that's what I did. I went up there. Uh, I, I met your dad at the meeting, and uh, the first thing he said is, uh, none of you guys that learn to fly in Madison know anything about flying. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he, uh, with a lot of patience, uh, a lot of patience, uh, he, uh, he taught me the uh, finer points of flying a tailwheel aircraft. And I'm forever uh, grateful for that. And he also taught me uh, basic uh, aerobatics in our Satabria uh, that the club owned. And uh, interestingly enough, uh, even in uh, later years, uh, you, know, he would, you would be done with aerobatics way before he would be done. He just absolutely loved doing aerobatics in an airplane, um, which, which is why he bought a, a Pitts airplane uh, and had that you know, right before he passed. Uh, and we're all mad at him because we wanted to fly with him in that pits and do more aerobatics, and we didn't get the chance. Uh, but that's the way it goes. Um, so yeah, so once uh, once he taught me to fly, uh, we we hit it off pretty well. And you know, throughout the whole time I knew him, despite a thirty some year age difference, it never seemed like there was a thirty some year age difference. It's like we were the same age, and. Uh, Laverne was just basically a big kid, you know, in a grown man's body. Uh, he was he was funny because he had, I don't think he had sandbox toys as a kid, but he bought them uh, full-size ones uh, as an adult, you know, like a grader and a, a bulldozer and tractors. And he was pretty, pretty proud of a bulldozer he bought. And, uh, of course, they got to drive it. And before that, uh, before he bought it and I actually went and looked at it at one of the farms uh, out by uh, Partyville, we were in the airplane doing some flying and uh, he had to give me an up-close look of that bulldozer and swooped down. He took the controls and swooped down, which is the first time he had done that um, with me and got really close to that bulldozer. He goes, you see it? <laughs> I see it. I see it. I see it. I <laughs> And he loved telling that story, uh, you know, in years passing about uh, how he did that. And I was a little nervous on that, uh, uh, you know, uh, that little low pass we did. But uh, kind of got used to it. He always liked to uh, show you maneuvers and evasive maneuvers and tactics that they would do uh, in the military. So uh, I kind of got used to it, which was kind of it was kind of fun. 
we did a lot of, we uh, ended up later on doing a lot of uh, trips together. Not a lot, but a few. And uh, I know Peter mentioned one, uh, the one of the first ones uh, that we did, and it was to the Air Force Museum. And it was uh, Peter and myself, um, Laverne and Cam, and we met Nancy uh, and, and her boyfriend at the time. At uh, They met us uh, at the actual museum. And it was a trip that we had talked about uh, Peter and I and Laverne talked about it for years and finally we said you know we just got to do this trip and so we did it and it was it was a lot of fun we spent two days at the Air Force Museum um, Laverne had a display on there from the uh, um, from the overflights of the Soviet Union and just the, the whole the whole museum was just awesome to basically have your own personal tour guide and and your dad had flown on quite a few of the planes, you know, the models of the airplanes that were in the museum, which made it even more cool. Um, and, he, and he talked about it. I do remember uh, there was a, a mock-up of uh, the Hanoi Hilton. I know he was very quiet and stared inside one of the cells. And he just, uh, he was just, he was just, I think, kind of, I don't know. He just, he was, he got really, really quiet and just looked in there and, and, I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking in his mind, but uh, the other neat thing about the museum trip is there happened to be uh, just a cockpit of a F eighty six and a cockpit of an F four, the two two of the aircraft that he flew in the Air Force, and so it was really fun. I I got the I sat in both of them, and he basically gave me a, you know a, a cockpit tour and showed me how they flew everything and and what they did when they were flying. And that was a lot of fun. That was uh, that was really cool. We spent a lot of time in both those cockpits uh, doing that. Uh, so a few years later, uh, the next trip we did was to uh, Meridian, Mississippi, which was a base uh, he was at. And he was an advisor to the uh, Air Force, uh, to this guard unit. And he had to... Um, the guard guys, they kept getting their airplanes switched around and, and they apparently they weren't taking... They weren't taking the uh, new aircraft, the reconnaissance aircraft, very seriously. And so Laverne was sent there with the mission to um, to get these guys to comply and, and be combat ready in the aircraft that they had doing reconnaissance uh, overflights. So that was a lot of fun. We went and saw his friend Sam, and I'm trying to think. I can't recall his last name. I do have – I did get a chance. Uh, Mary uh, – gave me first dibs at all of his books uh, and I was able to uh, there was like a, uh, a reunion book of that Meridian Mississippi base and his friend Sam is in there is at the, I believe he ended up being the base commander his last name is Dick um, was his last name Dickens I just saw uh, Sam Dickens and I I don't know if it was him or not. I don't think it was because Sam Dickens flew with him over the Soviet Union. Right. And this Sam, I believe, did his whole career at the uh, at Meridian, Mississippi. Okay. So I did. I just I was just looking, but I couldn't find that other that other one. But but nonetheless, it, it was it was uh, it was really neat. Uh, one thing we did on every trip, we did it at Dayton, we did it at Meridian, uh, we did it in Sumter. I'll talk about that one next, but. We always would go and find the houses that uh, that your dad owned and would drive by them. 
so that was just always on the to-do list when we uh, when we did a trip, and that and that was a lot of fun. Um, so in Meridian, it was it was kind of neat. They uh, organized uh, they organized a dinner and a, and a get together, uh, and it was it was pretty cool. It was very well attended by former enlisted and officers uh, both, and it was uh, it was just fun to see them and and have those guys all reconnect. Uh, so there was uh, one of the guys uh, uh, ended up retiring out as a general, and he was there, and he had done some time uh, at the base in Milwaukee. Uh, so there was some some um, common common ground there. Uh, it was interesting. He had his wife along, and uh, I ended up sitting next to her. And, and Laverne uh, ended up teasing me that I was hitting on the general's daughter, or general's wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he kept telling that story over and over again. That uh, I was hitting on on the wife the whole time the dinner was on, which we were talking, but that was uh, that was just a joke joke between us. Um, but anyhow, that was a that was a very fun trip. We did these trips in uh, Peter and Laverne's uh, Myers two hundred, and it was a lot of fun. We we'd alternate flying. Uh, Laverne would always make sure that he had the leg arriving uh, at our destination because typically. The friend that we, the friend you know that we were seeing was going to be there, and um, I, I still remember him pulling into Meridian, Mississippi, and the uh, the FBO that we were going to had the Unicom uh, being broadcast over there, and his friend Sam was out there waiting for us, and I still remember Laverne because he could still pull off a little bit of a southern draw. I still remember him um, broadcasting, you know, uh, Meridian. I, I I don't remember exactly, but Meridian traffic, um, Myers 29002 Tango, turning final, gear down and locked, Meridian. And it just, I just remember him saying that. It was just fun, fun for that. Uh, so our next trip was a few years later. He wanted to go to Sumter, South Carolina, which he'd spend a, quite a bit of time at Shaw Air Force Base. And this was a really fun trip. Um, because Jack ended up joining us. Jack had some business in Washington, D.C., and it was a little bit of a reunion for, for him, too, because uh, some of his friends from, like, middle school, uh, he, uh, before he got shipped off to military school because he didn't behave, but uh, he, uh, he ended up, uh, uh, a couple of those, he met up with uh, one of his friends that he grew up with. Uh, he ended up coming into town, and then there was another, uh, I believe, retired uh, lieutenant colonel that Jack and him were both in the same positions and would meet frequently in Washington. And so uh, he ended up, uh, I don't know, I don't know if he was still, he may have still been in the military. Um, but anyhow, we ended up uh, going out to eat with them. Uh, so it was, that, was a, that was a lot of fun. But we went there to see his friend uh, Scott Rumpf. And Scott had done really well for himself uh, in business, and it was a, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. When we uh, when we came into there, it was just pouring rain, and Laverne, uh, we 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 made it in okay, and just the rain was just a pouring. And uh, this I met I met this Mr. Rump, and Mr. Rump was well known in Sumter. Um, you know, he was a very you know prominent businessman, but he was also very generous. Uh, to the community and everything, uh, he had a condo that we uh, that he, he had to stay in and, and gave us a car to use, and we had a lot of fun. Your dad and Jack and myself, and 
Um, we let uh, we let Laverne and, and Mr. Rump, we let them uh, have a night to themselves to uh, kind of uh, just be on their own and, and talk. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and Jack and I went out with uh, with his friend uh, that, that he grew up with. And once again, and we walked the old neighborhood and uh, saw the house that, he, that that you guys lived in then. Excuse me. <coughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, that was a very enjoyable trip. The, uh, the next trip, or the last trip we did, was to uh, Panama City Beach, and it was, uh, it was Thanksgiving. And Martha's clan was down. They came down. And Jack was living in Panama City Beach, and Laverne and I uh, flew down to Panama City Beach for Thanksgiving, and that was uh, that was a lot of fun too. We we really enjoyed ourselves at at Jack's down there, um, and just your you know your family always make me feel like family. So it it, uh, it was a really enjoyable time. Um, couple other couple other things. So Cazette, I got to know Cazette. Uh, just from being around Portage and uh, Laverne never charged me a dime for any flight instructions. So uh, I always, I did, I do uh, heating and air conditioning. So I'd always make sure that I'd uh, work on his air conditioner. He had an air conditioner in the house, hadn't worked for years. I got that going for him. I'd look at his boiler, I'd do whatever, you know. And so I got to know uh, Cassette pretty well. Uh, I know she was a voracious reader. And, you know, I'd always ask her about what books she was reading at the time. And she kind of, if there was books that she had read that she thought that I would, would like, she'd let me know what they were. And I remember her giving me uh, the book, um, Nothing, I think it's Nothing by Chance by Richard Bach, um, where the guy flies, uh, flies a biplane kind of in the 60s, recreating uh, some of the old barnstormers. And the first place he went was to the Rio airport. Um, so yeah, that was, that was kind of a fun, that was a, that was fun talking to your mom and reading that book. Um, you know, as, as time went on and your mom struggled with, uh, with her memory issues, um, I'll never, I'll never forget this. And I think about it every time I drive through Portage, the day that your, that your dad, took and, and had to put your mom in memory care was was a rough day for him as he was driving back from Wyacena he got pulled over by a young cop and got a speeding ticket and you know he tried to explain to the young cop you know I just put my wife of however many years in memory care and all that and, and this young cop wouldn't hear nothing of it and wrote him out a speeding ticket and so he, he continued on and uh, he saw my my work van at the old Portage High School, uh, which I, I frequently did work around Portage. And so he whipped his car in there and saw me, and then he went into the school and found me, found where I was working, and just kind of, you know, told me what he had, that he had to put your mom in the in the memory care and that he got a speeding ticket. And he just, uh, it was just one of them deals where he just needed someone to, to listen and just someone to hang out with. So he, uh, he kind of tailed, uh, tailed with me while I finished up my work and it was kind of fun because, uh, we, 
go by a classroom and he'd tell me what, you know, what grade he or what classroom that was that he had way back in high school. And I remember going through the gym and him pretending he had a basketball and shooting a hoop and, and a, a game, you know, uh, a game that he did really well and participated in. And he kind of was doing a little play by play in that. And, um, I finished up my work and then we ended up uh, going out to eat and just, uh, just hanging with them. And I was just, uh, I think about it every time I drive by that school, which is, you know, anytime you drive through Portage, you drive by that school. So I I always remember that. And I was glad I was, I was where I was that day. So I could, uh, you know, I I was able to spend that time with him. Um, the, the, grandsons uh martha's sons from tennessee they would come up uh for his birthday and in the last few years um i'd kind of participate in that too and and try to catch a meal or two with them um they'd they'd come up and stay with laverne that was kind of a a tradition they did for uh several years and and that was fun and i'm glad i got to be part of that um i'm also glad i got to be part of uh in 2018 when we did his nine birthday party um, I was part of the um, the three plane flyover where uh, I flew uh, lead in the Myers and uh, Laverne flew uh, I believe he was in Daryl Bikes Satabria and then Jack flew in our Royal Aero Club Satabria and that was uh, that was a very fun day and, and I was honored to uh, to fly and participate in that uh, that was pretty cool uh, another uh, another kind of funny thing is uh, I'd stop by his house quite a bit in Portage when I'd be working there. And <clears throat> one time I stopped, and you know Laverne was was really good with music too, and guitar and uh, banjo and whatnot. So he, a lot of times he'd have one uh, he'd have one sitting by by the TV and the couch, and he would he'd pick it up and he'd find a music channel and he'd get get some bluegrass and some old real upbeat country and then he would jump in and play along so uh, i i showed him an app on my phone and it's also on an ipad that and there's other apps like it this one was called shazam and uh it would you you hit the button and it'll listen to the music and tell you what song it is and he thought that was the neatest thing so he kept we'd get on this this uh, music channel and he would uh, he'd, he'd pull out a song or tell it to play a song, and then that that app would say what the what it was after listening to it, and he just that just amazed him. But he knew he was going to stump it, so he kept getting more and more obscure <laughs> songs from these really old bands, and he finally stumped it. But it took quite a while, and he just uh, he just thought that was pretty cool and then the, the last thing he said he said get my ipad put that app on that ipad for me <laughs> so uh i'll never forget that that was pretty cool and, and i know peter mentioned too um at uh, i i remember it at our uh fly, the rio aero club at our uh christmas dinners i, I remember the the band that that he'd play with i know there was a husband and a wife and the husband played the bass and the wife did the accordion um, you know, Laverne played banjo and guitar, and then there was another guy that played guitar. And I, I remember uh, uh, the, the Portage GAA and in the Rio Aero Club, there was a lot of common members. 
and so we'd usually have our Christmas party together. But mm. for years, they would always play after the party, and that was yeah. it. Was a lot of fun. It was a lot of country and bluegrass and just upbeat, fun music. And uh, yeah, that was that was pretty neat. Um, so I enjoyed that. Uh, another interesting uh, kind of funny thing is uh, Laverne. Uh, um, once you know, once your mom had, had passed, and um, you know, he was kind of looking for uh, you know uh, female companionship, and, and and kind of a funny story is, and my girlfriend is here listening to, to me right now is he one of the things he little tidbits he tips he kind of gave me is like you got to stop by their house when they're not expecting you to see how well they keep their house, you know, and and uh, it was just kind of funny because. Um, my, my girlfriend now is a classmate. We just happened after a, uh, a reunion planning meeting. Uh, we ended up at her house, uh, a whole group of us did, unexpectedly. And by gosh, she had a really neat and clean and nice, nice house. And that was one of the tidbits, uh, you know, Laverne's uh, little tidbits he gave me, you know, for picking a mate. Um, and uh, I've been with her for a couple of years now, so... It worked out. Uh, another another funny story on uh, dating. You know, it doesn't matter how old they are, but guys always like to show off when they're you know in the dating mode. And uh, Laverne was no different. So when he was uh, before he married Janet, and they were dating, Janet had a house along the Wisconsin River in Portage, and so Laverne and I went to pick up the uh, Satabria in uh, uh, Portage. So we flew uh, single. We flew his PA-12 over the portage. And then on the way back, um, he asked. He always loved flying formation. And so uh, he said, uh, and the, the uh, PA-12 did not have a radio. And he said, uh, hey, you want to fly formation on the way back? And I'm like, sure. And it's like I knew he did. I knew he was going to ask me that. So I said, sure, let's do that. And so I saw him on his phone right before uh, we took off. So I knew he was up to something. And so sure enough, uh, I'm flying formation with him. And as we get close to Portage, we follow the river and we get lower and lower and lower and, and we're right over the river. And then sure as heck, he's, we're flying by Janet's house and, uh, you know, then back off to Rio and, and, uh, and land and, and put her, put the airplanes away. And then, after we landed and got out of the both of the airplanes, he goes, uh, did you see Janet down there waving at us? And I knew what the correct answer was. And I said, oh, no, I was following your wing. I didn't leave, take my eyes off your wing. I did sneak a peek and see her, but I knew uh, not to tell him that I did because uh, he goes, correct answer. <laughs> if I fly this airplane into the ground, you are following me with your airplane. <laughs> So that was uh, that was kind of funny and and uh, but yeah he had to do his little showing off. It doesn't matter how old a guy a guy is uh, when you're dating. They have guys show off. So Laverne was no different. That was kind of funny. Um, so let me see. I got some other notes here. I always enjoyed his stories. Uh, you know, back to the Panama City Beach trip. Uh, one of the stories where he flamed out in a jet and had to land it uh we ended up we didn't we didn't plan on it but we ended up flying right over the air base where that all happened and i ended up taking some pictures of it 
he happened to look down uh, just out of the blue when we were flying over and it's like, Oh, look, that's a base that I had to make that emergency landing at. And I'd heard the story several times. Uh, so that was, that was kind of fun uh, doing that. Um, the, uh, the final flight that I flew with him was, uh, he had, he had purchased uh, a Pitts aircraft and he was looking at several uh, pits, you know, how many guys that are 90 years old buy a pits uh, biplane for aerobatics, but uh, Laverne did. Uh, so he, uh, the deal was that we were either going to go down and pick it up or the guy was going to deliver it and we were going to fly, fly him back. He was a Southwest Airlines pilot and was down uh, southwest of Chicago at a little airport on the outskirts of Chicago. So he uh, he brought it up and then he flew in it. I believe he did a flight with the with the guy and then uh, Bill Horton, who had owned a Pitts, uh, the same aircraft, did a flight with him. And and then we uh, then we uh, headed back. We headed back to take him uh, back to uh, to his home airport down in Chicago. And it was it was kind of funny. Um, Laverne didn't have a, a medical at the time, so he, I, I had to be pilot in command and I. Quite a, I have a lot of time in that uh, Myers. It's a fun, fun airplane to fly, and so ironically, this uh, this Southwest airline pilot on his bucket list to fly was the Myers two hundred. So uh, Laverne's like, put him in the and, and at the same time, Peter and Laverne were trying to sell the aircraft. So he's like, put him in the left seat, and uh, we didn't. We only had two headsets. We forgot to grab a third headset. So your dad was in the back seat, but he didn't have a headset. So he's like, uh, yeah, let him put him in the left seat, let him fly and uh, really talk the airplane up, you know, show him all the good things about it, you know, and so it was kind of funny. Uh, but he really liked the airplane and, and I let him fly at home and it was uh, it was a lot of fun. So then I let you, your dad fly home from there. Uh, they had a couple projects, him and his brother and their dad had several hangars there and had several uh, airplane projects that they were working on. And then we took a tour and looked at all that. And, and then um, I let your dad, he, uh, I let him fly home from the Chicago area there. And, and so that was, uh, that was the last time I got to fly with him um, before he passed. And uh, it was the same time he, he had the same day that he got the uh, pits delivered to him. Yeah. So I don't know if some of the other, if, if anyone else had mentioned it, but I, I did not witness it. But uh, before he uh, before he went on his trip uh, to uh, England, he uh, did a little, he took the pits out and he was flying with Bill Horton and Bill didn't really like doing aerobatics. And so he kind of, they landed uh, and he dropped Bill off. And then he took off and went and flew a little bitty, uh, little uh, aerobatic routine uh, in and around the Portage Airport, and came back and landed. And uh, it was, I think, it was Coffee Clutch guys. So the the guys at the the old guys at the airport that came for coffee every day got a little bit of a of a show. Uh, so it was kind of funny. Um, and I wasn't there to see it, but uh, I've heard several people tell the story. It was kind of kind of a neat story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of, I, I tried to write down several things. Um, that's kind of the highlight of, of the, the highlight. And like I said, I, I, 
flew with Laverne a lot. Uh, anytime I was going to be working around Portage, I'd let him know, and we'd either meet up at the Railway Aero Club or at uh, Portage, and and we uh, we went, you know, went out when Cazette was uh, around, and uh, the girl I was dating at the time. We would uh, a lot of times we would meet for uh, supper somewhere around Lake Wisconsin at a supper club. We did that quite often uh, over the years, and uh, he's just a, a super guy and a super friend, um, and I, I dearly miss him. Uh, yeah. yeah, you're not alone there. Yeah. <laughs> so that uh, that kind of sums up, I think, the highlights of every of. Uh, yeah of the trips and, and everything we did. Um, yeah, he was always a, he was always a leader and, and Cazette were both leaders, uh, in the fly-in breakfast at Ryle. I, I remember that, uh, Cazette always ran the, the kind of the kitchen line, uh, that was kind of always her forte. They did the, uh, they were both big curlers and they, uh, there were, was a co-ed league they were both in individual leagues but there was also a co-ed league and Laverne wanted me to try curling out so he uh, got me on a team and uh, he got me a somehow he knew of a local local gal from Portage that he uh, set me up with to curl with and so I, I curled one winter for the the whole season and you know they were leaders at the curling club too so whatever whatever they were involved in, they stepped up and, uh, you know, were leaders and that's something Laverne passed on to me. You know, he saw that, you know, that I had leadership skills and abilities and, you know, then basically made sure that I, uh, that he pushed me and nudged me to, uh, to utilize those and which I have over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of interesting because now, uh, Peter Jensen and I are kind of the old, now we're kind of getting to be the old guys at the airport that are uh, yeah. leading things. And, and we got good leadership there with Bruce uh, Fisher as well. But uh, we do a lot of behind the scenes leadership things that isn't always seen, but, um, but yeah. So Any connections that you've made as a result of uh, participating in this activity today? Well, I think just uh, preparing for it, uh, I, you know, I kept remembering more and more things, and I'm sure, I'm sure as soon as we're done, I'll probably remember a, a bunch more, a bunch more things that uh, that we've done that we've done together. But uh, yeah, I just uh, I'm just glad that I made the connection with your dad back in in uh, 1988 is is when that happened, um, and it was uh, it was you know ended up being. Uh, a long run on a, of a great friendship. So, you know, that was the connection. And, and like I said, I, um, I loved getting to know your mother too, cause that was a great, great gal. Um, you know, I, I, I yeah, it was just, uh, your whole family always treats me like family yeah. and, you know, I'm honored you asked me, asking me to be part of your uh, podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm appreciate your, you're doing it and sharing. You bet.